0: You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. You listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. I'm revisiting one of my favourite Welsh artists. She is, she's not naturally a redhead, because we discussed this in previous episodes. But here she is, she's the red-headed, wonderful singer, songwriter, and extraordinaire, it's Caitlin May. Hi, Caitlin.
1: Hey, Don. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Thank you for coming on again. I mean, I absolutely, we've spoken so many times here on the podcast, on the radio, on Instagram Lives. I just love getting to hear all the stories. Every time that we talk, there's always like 40 new stories that come out. It's interesting.
1: I know. Honestly, I am... Um... I was just thinking of a new story that I um, told Linda on Voice of a Woman on the live stream last night. And I was like, oh, I wasn't sure if you if you were um, were on or if you were going to catch it. But I was like, I need to tell Dom the story.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be watching that just after we finish recording this. Because <laughs> last night I was at work and I haven't had a chance to catch up on things that have been happening. So I cannot... So basically, for those that are listening, I'm not going by anything that Linda's said. I'm not going by anything that anyone else has said because I've... This is, this is very organic between us right now. This is just me yeah. and you. Now, I want to know the story. Come on. Tell tell me the story.
1: So uh, this... I, I won't go into um, as full detail because I, I really, like, told the whole story yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. But... I wrote a new song I think not yesterday because I, I was talking about it yesterday but the day before yesterday um after my live stream which uh was on Facebook on Tuesday so it was Tuesday yeah um and I kind of I don't know I felt like I kind of had some writer's block because I wasn't very well um and I had like tonsillitis and I just wasn't well and I was on the sofa for like two weeks basically like <laughs> mm-hmm. just really like trying to get over it um And so I hadn't like picked up the guitar. So like my fingers have gone really soft again and like it it hurts to like play again. So I'm like really just trying to harden them up. Um, But I just feel like that gap sometimes when when you're used to like picking up the guitar every day, it's hard to like get back into it. And I knew I wanted to, but I was like, what should I write next? Like, where should I start? And (laughs) Tuesday was the day that I kind of was like, I'm just gonna push through whatever writer's block is there. And I actually ended up writing a whole song and it is one that I hope to release in the future. It's not going to be part of Blind Spot, but it's another song based on an experience, so something that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just what I was talking about uh, last night. It's just about this guy that I met at a festival, and he's in a band, and he um, kind of messaged me after we met at this festival and wanted me to like go for dinner with him. And <laughs> I kind of said and expressed that i just wanted like a friendship and even if we did go for dinner which i was totally up for Mm -hmm. it would be getting to know each other as friends because i'm just really not in that place and i'm so focused on the music right now i just want a friendship i don't want anything more um and he was he kind of at the beginning was making it sound like that was totally fine with him Mm -hmm. but then the more like we messaged before we'd even gone you know for dinner um it was just getting more and more apparent that it was not a friend thing it was like more and I was I kind of just reiterated that I wasn't looking for that and he was like I don't care like how long I have to wait even if I have to wait a year and all this stuff and I was like oh you know that's really sweet um but then long story short he just ended up standing me up three times even though it was just a friend thing. But still, the three times we were going to do something and he just never turned up. Oh, so. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, no. I mean, great first impressions, you know, if that ever was to go down that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember, I remember us talking, I think it was in the very first episode we were talking about relationships and school and and how, you know, that it wasn't something that you was looking for. Now that you're more maturer and wiser and is, is so you mentioned there that you're not looking for something whether it's a you know you're just not looking for something is that still the case or is it just this guy
1: it, it it's still the case um just across the board I feel like you don't know when that's going to change because I think when you meet the right person everything will change and that's what I want and I don't want to date people who I don't see a future with. And I, I just want to spend the time and energy that I would do on dating on my music until I feel that I found the right person. And I just I haven't had any feelings like that in my life ever. So um, I don't want to rush it. And I I don't know. Right now, I can't see it being anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but I know definitely one day I want to have you know a family and hopefully we'll be living in America, <laughs> Nashville, <laughs> preferably.
0: <laughs> See, that's the dream. That is the dream for all of us. Um, do you have a title for the song yet?
1: I do. It's Ooh. going to be called Ghost.
0: Ghost. Is that because he's ghosted you so many times?
1: Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> and and the truth was that when I met him. Um, he already knew me because he said he'd heard my music and like the band knew my music oh. and he had he had my songs on his playlist and I just thought that was really sweet. Um You think that's sweet? Uh,
0: I mean there's there's gonna be thousands of people with your music on the playlist.
1: I did think it was sweet. The whole time, like I I just kind of wanted a friendship and that, that was it. Mm-hmm. Um but I just at the time, I thought, oh, he's quite funny, you know, he's quite nice, and I just thought he wasn't going to end up being the way he was. But you just, you just never know. First impressions, like you said, it's not always um, your end impression.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, I, I, I promise I'll, you know, I'll pull away from this in a second. But I mean, <laughs> three times, three times the stand up. Like, how? Why? I mean, what? Go- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair enough. You know, he's 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 shooting his shot. He's trying to, you know, <laughs> see where you see where he lands, and you know, obviously he's he, he's 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 trying. You know, fair enough, he'll try, but to try so hard and then still stand you up—it's just something. Comp- it's it's not right. That's that's bad. I
1: know. I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't know whether it was, like, nerves last minute before we were going to meet up or yeah. whether it was, like, a game the whole time. I, I really don't know. Um, because I I just don't... I feel like even though we messaged a few times, that's all very surface stuff. And that doesn't mean that you know somebody very well because people have got, you know, so much um, that you don't know about them. And just, it, it's difficult to...
0: That's it. You know, you can't think about relationships or love or anything like that until you've had, until you've spent some time at least. You know, in the presence. I mean, yeah. pe- we we all have it. You know, I, everybody has it. You know, in terms of we have trolls online where people are so quick to fire abuse or you know, quick-witted comments because keyboard warriors, that's what people are. People are so great behind a screen, but when you're confronted face-to-face, it's a different story and that goes the same with personalities. You can have multiple personalities online and when you meet somebody, you don't know. I mean, obviously, because we we speak quite a lot face-to-face in this sense, so, you know, I've got a feeling, I've got a good feeling of who you are. But, you know, if it was just texting, then it's something completely different.
1: Yeah, it is. And I just feel like, from the very first text because the first kind of thing he said was like i've got a question for you can i ask you a question and then that was about like going for dinner and i just thought that that is to me it's crazy because we literally just met the night before i oh, no, no, the day before unless it was that night i can't remember but it was really really soon afterwards and i just expected to like when i met him that that would be like it you know yeah <laughs> but yeah it wasn't and um, he was very different I feel like online so versus what he was like when I met him in person Um, but yeah I mean in a way I think when you meet somebody in person first and then you see how they act differently online it's strange because you expect them to be who they were in person
0: yeah Yeah. it is exactly my last last question on this then okay (laughs) is where were you gonna go to eat
1: I don't know. He never he never said to me. Um but yeah, I I really have no idea. Knowing my luck it would have ended up being McDonald's. So <laughs>
0: um now we've talked you briefly for a second mentioned Blind Spot.
1: Yes. Blind
0: Spot. <laughs> I this this whole chat now is gonna be me trying to pester you for information <laughs> on Blind Spot. <laughs> Now, you're going to be releasing a single called Tunnel Vision. Yeah. Tell me more about Tunnel Vision. Like, go through the processes of where you came into the existence of, you know, sitting down and writing it out. And what kind of spurred you on to write Tunnel Vision?
1: Yeah. These... Songs, again, came from, like, personal experience, and I didn't know at the time it was going to develop into more than just one song, um, and it ended up developing into five, and I decided that I should just put out an EP rather than put out five singles in a row, um, even though I'm going to release two teaser singles before the EP comes out. Mm-hmm. And Tunnel Vision is just about seeing somebody that you love through tunnel vision and they can do no wrong in your eyes and it's kind of like it can be years and years of just forgiving somebody over and over again and if anything goes wrong you blame yourself every time and it is just about giving that person get out of jail free cards all the time and I just think it's really hard when you love somebody because you want them to be perfect and in your eyes they are perfect and they can't do any wrong Um, and when you kind of come out the other end and look back you realize how soul destroying it was Um, and it's just about one of the one of the words or like lines in tunnel vision is my heart's a rebel and for me that's just how it feels because you can't tell your heart how to feel and what to think it just takes you in one direction even though your brain is begging you to go in a different direction
0: wow i mean you could you could tie that in a bit with your uh, ghost in friend story yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's, i've i've been listening to it this morning and cuz i got hold of the um of the press release and you know i had read through and got myself familiar with it cuz one thing with your music, and it goes with every single song that you've released so far, is it's not the never growers; they're always instant hits. They always hit you straight away. You hear every single word, you relate to them straight away, and that goes with Tunnel Vision as well. And you. I'm I'm so excited for Blind Spot to come out. You said that you're releasing was it two before the actual EP release.
1: Yeah, I'm going to release two before uh, the whole thing comes out.
0: Does that include Tunnel Vision?
1: Yeah, so Tunnel Vision um, will come out first. That's the one that's coming out on Friday. And the second song um, is one that I added as like a last minute edition. So it was going to be a four song EP. And then I wrote a new one. um, And it was all about the same experience. And I was like, I just, I can't not add it in. Um, and I decided to release that as the second teaser, which I'm hoping will come out end of January.
0: When is Blind Spot going to be released?
1: I mean, hopefully, I <laughs> would say it's probably lined up for February, March kind of time. Okay, because I don't, I don't want it to be too long after the next teaser.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of it's quite evenly spaced because. You've been able to pre-order. I mean, we're talking, just for context for everybody, we're talking now on Thursday the 18th of November. So Tunnel Vision will be available as of tomorrow. Yes. And it's been work. available to pre-order since the 29th of October. So it's almost been a full month, like 20, 20 odd days. Yeah. How have it, these past 20 days been?
1: They have been very exciting, even though a lot of the kind of beginning stuff... Um, uh-huh. Like emails and like contact, contacting radio play um, and things like that. I was like on the sofa for two weeks, really like ill. So I was working on all that kind of stuff. Um, and the first two weeks of it, I wasn't very well. And I think that's why the time has gone so fast because I look back and I'm like, how? Like, how is release day tomorrow? It makes no sense. It doesn't really feel real. It flies um, by.
0: We were talking about this just before we started recording, and you know we were saying how because we started talking what a year, year and a half ago,
1: yeah. And
0: you know in terms of time, everything just seems to go like poof, straight. You know you've gone through. I mean, we, I, w- I was watching a uh, video. I think it was on TikTok, and they were, they were yeah. taking they were joking about um, I can't remember who it was. It was some comedian, and they were talking about how everybody always jokes about November. November, it's like, where's this year gone? Where's this year gone? Everybody always does it, looking outside. Look at it. It's dark. It's five o'clock. It's dark. Uh,
1: Yeah, I saw that. Oh, it was funny. Um, It's so
0: true. It's so true. I mean, 29th of October, I remember seeing the, you know, messages come across, like Facebook and Instagram saying, you know, pre-order. And I can't believe it's tomorrow. I can't believe it's tomorrow. I'm so excited for everyone to hear it.
1: I can't wait. I'm really, really excited. And it just... I don't know, it just feels like it wasn't that long ago that I released Perspective, and I just wanted to jump straight back into it um, because I think it probably wasn't my plan to release an EP straight away, um, but that's just kind of where life took me, and I was like, I'm just going to go with the flow, and now I'm really excited for Tunnel Vision to come out tomorrow and then the whole EP.
0: Now... You just mentioned perspective there. I just want to quickly touch on perspective because some big yeah. things have happened recently. And, you know, it involves, you know, like a country music family. Um, it involves <laughs> another radio station called, you know, Ark and the wonderful Simon and Charlotte are there. You know, they've hosted these wonderful awards. And a certain song from a certain EP called Perspective won Song of the Year. It was called Take My Hi. Demons.
1: I honestly was speechless. I, I seriously was speechless. Um, I think my mum recorded a video and um, I just kind of stand there and I'm like, what do I say? Because I didn't I didn't expect it and there were so many amazing artists and songwriters and people there. I just couldn't have even imagined it. Um, and I was just backstage ready to perform. And I, I didn't for a second think I would be going up on stage early to accept an award. Um, so I was just backstage with my guitar, and I was like, "Okay, let's get ready to to perform and jam and have some fun." Um, and then my song started playing after they'd announced the nominees, um, and I just kind of thought, like, that was a glitch. Maybe they accidentally played it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then people backstage were like are you going to go up? And I was like, go up. What do, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh. Uh, so I can't, it was like a delayed reaction for a start. And then once I was on stage, I really just was so overwhelmed and so um, happy. I just didn't even know what to say. Um, but it was just an incredible night. And I'm over the moon that Take My Demons one song of the year.
0: Now, it is so deserved it really really is deserved i mean not just take my demons but everything else country eyes slam the door the whole the whole ep really needs that recognition because of the i mean you talk about vulnerability in tunnel vision but you know this this to, that kind of vulnerability is slightly different to the vulnerability that you gave us in perspective because that was... It was such on a personal level. You know, it, it it's yeah. come from a place that artists go to, you know, to get inspiration, but the way that you yeah. did it was so opening of yourself and it was so... It, it, it was just... It was so brave. And it was yeah. so amazing. It was just so... It's so great. He really was. And *Take My Demons, obviously, deserves the award. And I'm so glad you got it.
1: Thank you so much. That means the absolute world to me. And I just think that I couldn't have even imagined at the time uh, when I was writing the songs on Perspective, releasing them. Because for me, it was just about getting those emotions down on paper and for once just kind of fully accepting what happened and kind of um meeting it head on and I wasn't planning at the time to release the song or to release then the whole EP Uh, and that was something that I talked about with my family because I felt like it was not only personal to me but it would have been personal to them and I didn't want it to affect them in in any way um And I spoke to them and they were like, it's your truth and it's your story and it happened and we fully support you. And I was just so, I think, relieved at first because I wasn't sure whether it was something they would want me to release. And then afterwards, just really happy because I think putting it out into the world was something that really freed me. Yeah. And it didn't feel like a secret anymore and it just felt like everybody knew and everybody knows what happened and everybody was so supportive and really accepting. And a lot of people said they'd been through similar things, uh, relationship wise, whether it's with their family or siblings or parents, or whether it's with a current relationship. And I just felt like that makes you feel so much less alone because you know, other people have experienced it as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Every Everything just nailed on there. I mean, Particularly, you know, your songs about your sister, and you know, it's such a very, it's it is a really personal thing, it really, yeah. really is. And the way that you did it, you know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it all for always. You did it so eloquently and so perfectly that you you can put, you know, it. The songs about you and your family, and but it's done so well that resonates with everybody that has siblings we all think about the arguments that we've had we all think about the you know slam the door I mean how, how many times have I mean listeners here everyone listening how many times have you walked out of a room when you've been in a mood or you've had an argument or you just so fed up with life where you just slam that door I mean i still I still love how you slammed an actual door in the record <laughs> but every, I, I, I'm just so I'm just so happy I'm just so so chuffed for you because you deserve it for how much you've been through in life you know with school and how much you've you really put in the effort particularly with your guitar playing skills I mean to go from what a year year and a half ago not being able to play the guitar to playing it every day till you get it and now watching you on your live streams rocking it out seeing your videos (laughs) of you on stage strumming the hell out of it it's great
1: (laughs) thank you so much I I just can't believe the freedom that it's offered me because you can come home after like a long, hard day or after an amazing day and you can just sit down with the guitar and write a song about it. And I didn't have that privilege before because I would have to obviously I I could write it and and I could sing it and write the lyrics whenever I felt like that and felt the passion, but then I'd have to take it to the studio and get it produced and mastered before I could actually take it to stage. Whereas now I could write a song and then the next day I could be performing it on stage. And that just feels, it feels really, um, it just gives me an adrenaline rush to feel like I could write something today that didn't exist yesterday and I could perform it tomorrow and... That, to me, is just really
0: crazy. Isn't it wonderful being in this kind of position as an artist? And, you know, I know for myself, I'll say this for myself, you know, being a podcaster and radio presenter and being able to, and a reviewer listening to music beforehand, you get to hear these, these wonderful stories coming through. And as an artist, being able to create these wonderful stories and you know, having people connect on so many different levels where there'll be people around the world that you would never have thought of messaging you, but you're getting, you'll you be getting messages, you'll be getting feedback from people, you know, doing reviews, you know, listening yeah. to the music, just giving their gen- honest opinions and being able to connect, being able to connect with so many people and helping people open up their lives.
1: Yeah, and I think as well that um, what perspective kind of taught me um, with the songwriting process was that being vulnerable because that was the first time I'd really gone that deep um and that can be scary at first because you don't know how it's going to be received um but after it was received really well I kind of thought to myself I don't ever want to be any less vulnerable through my songs because once you've gone that deep and you've dug that deep inside yourself and you've just been really honest um, no matter how painful it is i just feel like you can't go back you you don't want to you don't want to shut the gates and kind of cut that part of you off you always want to be able to put that emotion into the songs
0: i get that i really do get that do you find it's difficult now though in this in terms of when you're coming to write songs you know to to actually, not on not the um, non-fiction side, you know, you know, with the stuff that's actually happened, but when you come in to write, you know, fictional songs or songs based upon other people's lives, do you find it's difficult to not go as deep and then go on to, like, I don't know, the fun side or, you know, the other end of the spectrum, you know, the opposite end of being so deep, however that is?
1: I feel like even when I write really fun songs, um, I kind of still come from a place of um, emotion. So yeah. even, even when it's a really like happy, upbeat song, I just think that there's still a lot of untold secrets that you can kind of put into it and you you can still dig really deep um and sometimes it's like a hidden meaning like you listen to the song and at first it just sounds super fun and upbeat and happy and then you listen again and you're like i wonder what that line means and you know it's something that you wouldn't hear first time around and i love that when you hear a song a second time and a third time and there are new things that you didn't realize Uh before
0: yeah that's i think that's always the great thing about Listen to music, you know, not just as a fan of music, but, you know, as somebody who, you know, we, we all listen to, the reason why we listen to these shows and these podcast episodes and stuff is to find out the the insides and outs of everything. And yeah. It's one thing that I've always loved, I've always talked about how I listen to music, and I listen to music so many different ways, whether it's through my car speakers, whether it's through over ear headphones like these, yeah. or in-ears, because everything has a different ring, different sound, whether it's on my um, Sony speakers on the wall, or whether it's my sound bar, because everything has a different resonance. And it does. When you listen to things in different details, or different settings, or different emotions, because our own emotions, as well, affects how we perceive a song. And I mean, I, w- I was a bit upset yesterday, and I was listening to Taylor Swift's new ten minute long, you know, yeah, absolutely amazing song, and I was in tears because I was already in a sad mind. And yeah, yeah. It, tunnel vision this morning because I'm happier this morning. I was taking the the positives of being in a vulnerable, you know, in a vulnerable position you know taking the positives of being in that situation even though you're going through you go through so much rubbish and you go through you know you get you know we talk about being ghosted and giving people chances i'm always one for giving people chances and to me that that can be that's usually perceived as a positive but you can get the negative as well you can get that downside you know the constant having to fight to give people chances and to give people that opportunity to do better and it can be exhausting as well and it can. That, that's one thing that i love you know i, I say you know I, I love everything that you do i'll always say it and i'll always will and i'll be i'll always be your biggest fan
1: thank
0: uh, you and I, I just love how you can really take each song a different way each time that you listen to it and it's like a, it's like a brand new song each time you do listen
1: that that really just means the world to me and i feel like it is what you said because no emotion you feel is ever going to be quite the same no everything is unique. every feeling you have is unique and i think that's like a really beautiful thing and even when i'm sad i'm grateful that i can be sad because i know that there are so many awful things you know that that happen to people and not that you should compare what happens to you you know to what happens to other people because I think we're all going through our own, um, you know, good patches and bad patches. But I feel like even when I'm sad, I'm just grateful to be here. I'm I'm just grateful to have a life that I can live and the opportunities that I do have. And I mean, sometimes I actually enjoy feeling the sad feelings when you can put on music and feel it in just such a heartfelt way.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. So true. It's so true. Now, I just had a quick little glance over again on the press release. And obviously, there's a little paragraph that explains, you know, what the song's about. And I I love reading these out on here (laughs) because this is is basically what we all get to see, you know, as reviewers, podcasters, uh, radio people. And one of the lines is, Tunnel, uh, Tunnel Vision ex- uh, exudes a different vibe to her previous releases and is written in the form of place of vulnerability. It tells of a story of becoming all too used to being let down by the same person who you can't help forgiving each and every time, whilst acknowledging that the heart wants what it wants. What does your heart want?
1: That is really difficult because I feel like <sighs> a heart can want so much. Uh-huh. And and there is so much that you know we dream of, and there is so much that we wish went differently, and that we wish we could change. Um, but I think, in regards to blind spot and tunnel vision, what I would have wanted was to never have had to write these songs from that place, because mm-hmm. I would have much rather have that person stay in my life. Um, but I feel like we can't always have what we want and what we dream of. And sometimes just acknowledging the emotions that we feel and the feelings that we have um, and allowing those to be real because sometimes you hide them away and you keep them locked in a box and the feelings grow. And then one day you you they, it just explodes and all those feelings come out at once. And I kind of think it's better to have that trickle
0: yeah. of...
1: of you might feel sadness one day and you might not the other day, the next day. You just don't know what's around the corner. And I love when it comes to songwriting, just being able to write how you feel.
0: Now, from that, this is uh, this tunnel vision is based upon true events then things that have yeah. genuinely happened. Does the person that you've wrote the song about know about the song?
1: I don't think so as of yet but if they did hear the songs i think it would be difficult for them to not know that it was about them
0: yeah so it's, it's blatant as soon as they listen to it if they ever do listen to it that it's gonna be like yeah that's about me yeah. Oh, oh no. but
1: I also... <laughs> yeah but i also feel like um that we have these kinds of experiences with lots of different people and those emotions you feel on on different levels and there are other people that i've met you know in my life that will listen to the songs and think it's about them as well even though it's not yeah and i just think that sometimes that is the most telling thing because they knew what they did and they know now and there was never any apology and even though the song is not about them they still feel that it is and i just think that is that's a sign
0: it just shows that no matter what you do in life, everybody, you need to show love and just put in that 100% commitment. You know, don't do things half-assed. Just go into it full on and live with no regrets.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I always think as well that we all make mistakes because we're human and I've made mistakes and there are so many people in my life who have sti- who have made mistakes. Um, but I think... It's never too late. if you, you can. Those things can be undone to an extent because it doesn't have to break down a relationship. But sometimes sweeping those things under the rug and never mentioning them and never kind of regretting how you dealt with a situation, that is the breakdown of a relationship because I think as long as things are out in the open and you're honest and you regret maybe what went wrong, then the relationship can be fixed.
0: Communication is key.
1: Yeah, it is. It is.
0: Now, in terms of communication, what was it like then? I'm, I'm going to go personal here. I'm sorry. I, if you don't <laughs> want to, you know, with me, I, I always try and push the boat. And if you don't <laughs> want to answer, I apologize. You know, I get it. I get it. When it came to him letting you down, wh- what kind of things would he let you down on? Just for context. You don't have to give us exact specific details don't worry don't need anything graphic or anything exposed (laughs) just what kind of what kind of things would it be
1: i think it would be i mean there are there are so many different things but it would be the little things because people don't realize how much they add up and all those small things matter and everything counts and it's like the small remarks that people make and they don't think that those are going to affect you, but those things build up. And like I said, when you sweep those things under the rug and they're never addressed and you say something mean, even if it's in the sphere of the moment and there's never an apology, well, that small thing can grow into such a huge monster. And I just think all of those things are, are so preventable. And I mean, even though there are much bigger things that went wrong as well, I just think it's not one thing, it's everything when it adds up and what it becomes.
0: Well, it's like the old saying, a straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. All it takes is just that little thing and enough's enough.
1: Yeah, and you, you tell yourself you can take it until you can't.
0: Now, in terms of releasing the song, now it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Have you got anything planned?
1: I've got a launch live stream tomorrow on my Facebook page at 5.30pm. Um, I'll be announcing the prize draw winners for the pre-save and pre-order giveaways. But you guys can still enter as of right now. Um, but I don't have a music video planned for this one. Um, but there will be at least one music video for one of the songs in blind spot maybe two i haven't decided i may push the boat and do two music videos Ooh. because i can't control myself
0: <laughs> thing is that with your music videos they're always amazing i mean i remember the christmas one that you did and that was just the way that you two were together was just it was insane and I, are you not are you not doing anything for christmas this year or is that are you going to leave it for this year and go next year or what, what's your plans for Christmas?
1: I think music wise, I will just push the two Christmas songs that I released last year yep. and I won't release a new song this year. Um but I am going to be singing the two Christmas songs at some live events. And my dad's actually made a <laughs> a Christmas float, which is huge and, and really cool. And he's going to take it around like the hospitals and different places. And he asked me if I would sing. And I, of course I would. <laughs> oh. So I'm really
0: looking forward to that. Look at you cheering up the hearts of everybody. <laughs> oh. I mean... Christmas Kiss itself, I remember talking to you about it, you know, because it was insane how you release, like, one song after the other within, like, weeks of each other for the same <laughs> Christmas. People usually don't, like, release one Christmas song and try and push that one song for, like, the whole season. But you released two. And <laughs> both were equally as, as brilliant because one was, you know, A Candle for Christmas, you know, about the whole, oh, just the whole so- uh, the soldier and the christmas kiss it was just so eloquent everything was just so beautiful i just love christmas music you need to do more christmas songs <laughs> have you got anything penned ready for next year
1: i have got songs that around the same time that I was doing a candle for Christmas and Christmas kiss that I started writing and um, nothing that's finished but definitely lyrics that can be put into a Christmas song for like next year if I decide to release or whenever I do decide to release my next Christmas song um because I feel like when I opened the floodgates and started writing the two other christmas songs you can't just close it like it's christmas time you feel the inspiration you want to you want to continue writing and i did and i was like slow down because you can't release another one right now (laughs) um (laughs) but i do i did really like getting into the spirit and even with a candle for christmas um i wanted to kind of offer a completely different standpoint because not everybody's christmas is Are happy and we experience loss and you never know when you're going to experience loss yeah and i just wanted to put out a christmas song that could be um listened to by people who weren't exactly feeling happy and weren't feeling like celebrating um and i just wanted that song to be for those people
0: well as always you nailed it thank you pure and simple But
1: the music video for um, A Candle for Christmas was so different to the other two music videos that I've done since. Uh, It was just really crazy to kind of look back at that and and see how different they all are.
0: Now, okay, now now, now that we're going back, just ever so briefly, because I know you've got so much things you need to do today. (laughs) Would you re-record any of the videos or, you know, now after you've listen to the songs over and you perform the song so many times you know throughout live streams and gigs because you're seriously hitting the gig in life hard (laughs) would you re? would you redo anything or is everything exactly still how you wanted it
1: i think i will always love the versions that are already out there um but that doesn't mean that i wouldn't re-record in the future um because i feel like there's always a different interpretation, and there's always something different you can do. But the fact that those were the music videos that came out initially, they will, I think, that'll always be authentic to me. Um, but I would definitely re-record because I feel like there is just always the next step. You can always do something differently, and it, sometimes it's fun to just revisit something and then see the two at the end and see how different they are because everything you know changes nothing ever stays the same and even though i still love both of those songs both you know the christmas songs and and the um perspective ep songs i feel like it is what you said emotions change like the weather and you feel differently when you look back at what you've done in the past so things could definitely be different
0: blind spot (laughs) a couple of things i do want to pull on Blind Spot. Yeah. Cover album. The art. The artwork. Yeah. It's so scary. <laughs> just so sinister and just so. I don't know. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. It's like just waiting for the face just to kind of like. Do like what Michael Myers used to do in like the corner, <laughs> and just like this light appear in his face, and he's just there. And oh, just what's the uh, what? What's the inspiration behind the cover art?
1: I think that I wanted it to tell a story, like 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 I wanted the perspective EP cover art to tell a story, and with both of them, they're, they're similar in the respect that. They're not about being glamorous and about looking pristine and being perfect. They're both vulnerable and you're in a, a very raw, emotional place. Um, and the blind spot EP cover kind of is about leaving somebody in your rearview mirror. They are behind you, but there will always be a part of them left. Yeah. You, you can put somebody to the back of your mind and you can you can drive as far as you want away from the person but their memory will always be there and that's kind of what i wanted the shadow the figure in the back of the car to represent the fact that somebody can do something to you and you can heal from the pain but you'll never forget what happened
0: yeah leaving there's always a lasting imprint people yeah, always leave yeah. the mark
1: yeah and it's Once the impact has been made, because everybody you meet in your life will make an impact in some way, whether it's a small way or a big way or a great way or an awful way. And I just think that that's why I always think about what I say and what I do before I do it, because I know that that person will remember it forever.
0: Now, there's going to be four other songs, as well as Tunnel Vision, which makes number five yeah <laughs> we've got a song that's gonna come out around January do you would you want to share any any information about the feel of the songs about how
1: there is um there's gonna be a song called blind spot um the name of the e p and that is gonna be i would say slightly more pop that's what I've got in mind right now um it's still going to have the country kind of tone to it, but I just felt that it needed a bit of an upbeat song, even though it's not really a super upbeat and happy topic. I just feel like there are different ways you can look at things. And sometimes moving on is something to be happy about. And blind spot is about realizing that that person was your blind spot. You couldn't see anything bad when it came to them. It was all, um, they could do no wrong and i just think a lot of us go through that um and the next song that i'm releasing which will be end of january is very much i haven't i haven't said the name of it yet um but it is i would say quite similar to to tunnel vision it's just about kind of leaving that person in your past um they will always kind of be in the back of your mind. Mm. Wait, are you frozen? No. Oh, mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I'm just watching. I'm just watching your facial expressions now. For those listening, I'm gonna <laughs> do a slight edit on that. And basically, <laughs> I, I sat here after Caitlin finished, and I, I was, I was, I was watching the way that she was discussing and describing both blind spot and this next song that she won't tell us the name of. I don't know why she (laughs) won't tell us the name, because it's just so evil. (laughs) And the one thing that... This is the main reason why I love talking via Zoom. You know, actually still having a... Even though it's not face-to-face, but it's face-to-face. Yeah. Is seeing the passion. Seeing the excitement in your eyes talking about about the whole EP, about... Well, this whole chat, you know, it's, it's always so. It, it's so enlightening to see passion and dedication just for the love of music.
1: Yeah, I feel like I never want to release something that I don't feel passionate about, and that I don't entirely. Um, you know, feel the emotion behind because I just think a song without an emotion connected to it or, a, you know, a song without the authenticity, it's so much harder to get into and then so much harder for other people to understand.
0: Yeah. No, totally. And that, that, that's, that, that, that's the reason why I sat back for a second then and just kind of just, I, I watched and I listened and it's great. It really is great to see the passion don't ever lose that it's, that is the way it's one amazing thing that you have and i just genuinely genuinely love everything that you do you know both music wise and just these chats i just love having a chat
1: me too i i seriously look forward to it every time and then i'm so sad when it's over
0: you say you know if if if, if, if you know you've got these chats scheduled and you then create other plans, you know, around after that. It's like, okay, then just, you know, just, it's fine. You go do your life and you go do you. <laughs> and I'll just sit here and just re-listen to the conversations that we've just had.
1: <laughs> I um, actually have the lyrics up for the next song. And I know I haven't said the title, but maybe I could give a line from it.
0: Ooh, yes, <laughs> please.
1: Um, okay, I'll give a line from the chorus which is, guess I don't wear my heart on my sleeve for you to break.
0: Oh, <laughs> straight into the fields, straight little <laughs> dagger into that ice heart. <laughs> I,
1: I think it's just about. Um, sometimes you walk out the door and people see a smile on your face and. That's just you protecting yourself uh-huh. because you can have, you could have been through so much, and people don't know from the look on your face because you don't always show pain, and nobody shows pain in the same way. We all carry our pain and our past differently.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Uh, that's that's the feel I got straight away from that. Just because I don't wear my heart on my, you know, I I do express my emotions. I, I'm very open about my emotions, and I talk about the fact yeah. that I do cry, but I don't cry in front of people unless unless I'm really, really close or no, it's yeah. just one of those situations, I've, I'm That'd always happy and bubbly. Over yeah, the top happy is. and bubbly. <laughs> yeah,
1: that is so relatable to me because I, no, no matter what I've been through, and I know we've all been through things, um, I would never cry in front of people. And that would be um, what people would say, there's nothing wrong because you're happy. And I'm like, I go home and I cry into my pillow and you don't see that because I wouldn't display it because I felt like that would be a weakness. And I felt like Mm -hmm. that would just make me an even bigger target than I was. And even though I'm really open and I talk about it, I still don't cry in front of people. And I am so, so much happier than I was, um, when I was going through everything with my sister and when I was in school and going through a lot there as well. Um, and I'm in such, such an incredible place now compared to where I was, um, but if things do upset me i may talk about them but i wouldn't cry about them in front of anyone
0: well, that's it well Caitlin, you can be my crying buddy if you want
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> crying session are you ready
0: oh i mean it's, it's crazy i mean everything there you know is, i'm sure there's so many people out there as well i mean you know, I'm going to talk from a male perspective now, and you know, we've always got this stereotype that men can't cry, men, men can't, uh, boys can't cry or boys can't be sad, but we can. You know, we should be able to, but there's still that kind of association that men are supposed to be tough, men are supposed to be, you know, not to show any sign of weakness, and
1: exactly. And I just,
0: I, I wish it wasn't that way. And I, I'm a hypocrite. I am a hypocrite because I do, I say it to myself all the time. You know, I shouldn't cry. I shouldn't cry in this situation. But, you know, as soon as I lock myself away somewhere, that's when gates will open and I'll be like a sobbing mess.
1: (laughs) 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 And I always think that, um, well, I I always remember growing up um, and even now, if I am upset and obviously I'm really close to my parents so they can always tell. There's no hiding it from them. Um, But my mum will always say it's a good thing to cry. It's a good thing to cry. just cry because after you're done and you're finished and you've let all that emotion out you will feel better and even if the the problem is still there and the reason behind your tears is still there it will feel a lot less heavy and i live by that
0: there we go rock on (laughs) things are your mum is so wise as well i absolutely (laughs) love your mum just to, just to pieces just she's so down you to work yeah. i remember the last time we actually spoke on zoom and i think you had to go and do something it was like go for tea and she came down yeah. to check if he was all right and we were, we were sat for a good 15 20 30 minutes just chatting about life yeah. it was great <laughs>
1: honestly i i think that is probably where i get my um chattiness from because both my parents we're, we're all very similar like we can just turn a five-minute conversation into a five-hour conversation oh i know that (laughs) and oh i was saying last night um on the live stream with linda that i will try and tell a story but i will go off on like eight different tangents because those parts are also very crucial to the main (laughs) storyline
0: Well, that's, that, that's it. That, that's one of the reasons why I, for this show here, I don't like to restrict people. I want to give, you know, it's your show. It's your platform. And I want to know your life and your stories and everything that goes in between <laughs> and how everything intertwines and comes together to create this beautiful web of Caitlin May's life. <laughs> but I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the release tomorrow. I'm so excited for the whole EP release. I hope everything goes well. Fingers crossed, okay. we get another number one.
1: Oh, my fingers, my toes, my everything is crossed. I'm so excited, and I just feel like you can't get any better than the the buzz of a release day because just everything kind of happens at once.
0: Yeah. And now, just... to to sum up, then to sum up both Tunnel Vision, if you could put it in a couple of lines, and Blind Spotters, an EP in general, tell us what it's about.
1: It's about looking back on your past and not regretting it, but accepting it and allowing yourself to feel whatever pain you need to feel because your feelings are relevant and they matter.
0: Remember that, everybody. Your feelings are relevant and you matter. That is something to live by. Thank you so much, Caitlin.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I hope you have a wonderful day and be sure to keep in touch. We need to stop going months without talking.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. And the time just does go by by so fast. And it's like, it feels like it was only yesterday we last talked. And then you look back and you're like, it's been ages.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on again. Everybody make sure, because by the time you listen to this, no doubt, you know, Tunnel Vision will be out and make sure you are listening to it make sure you do buy it you know stream it download it whatever you do with your music just get it because listen to it so far is just so relatable it's so personal it's so it's so lovely and just oh just just get it in there just if you listen to this before release pre-order it now now like once you because you'll be <laughs> finishing listening to this it's you're like okay then i need to go get that go get it just don't hesitate just go pre-order You won't regret it.
1: Thank you so much, Dom, and thank you to everybody who does buy or stream Tunnel Vision and Blind Spot when it comes out.
0: That was the Country Chats Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews, and general chit chats on all things country music.